Blog Talk Radio. I need the oil. I need the every hour. I need the oh bless me now, my Truth Worldwide Ministry here on Block Talk Radio. We are here every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email them, tweet them, and hit them up on Facebook and let them know that we're on the air live. We want to welcome our listeners to the service today, whether by web or by phone. We are so glad that you took time out of your busy day to be with us here today. We want to welcome all of our new listeners as well, and we just thank you as well for being with us today. And we ask that you will get connected, connect with us there on Facebook, Voice of Truth, and here on Block Talk Radio. Just click that follow button there, and you'll be following the ministry. Amen. Uh, I'm your host, Minister Elaine Jackson. Amen. Amen. Here at Voice of Truth, we will minister the word of God. We will um, open the prayer line, and the prayer line is now open for prayer. If you need prayer, the prayer line is open for prayer. Amen. We do ask that you only give your prayer request in the location that you're calling from because we like to know what part of the world that we are touching with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we want to encourage you to do that and not to give your name because people listen all over the world to this ministry, and we don't want your want you to put your business on Front Street. So we ask you to, to just give your prayer request and your location. At this time, at this time, your uh, you can click press, press the one, and we I will bring you in for prayer at this time. This is a day that the Lord has made, and let us rejoice in it. It is a day that the Lord has made, and so many people didn't make it today. Some came into the world, but also um, didn't stay, left. So we are blessed just to be here. And so we need to give God praise and thanks for he's He's a God that's able to do all things. This is a month that we celebrate Thanksgiving with family and friends and all of those things. But let us not forget 
to give God thanks for what he's already done. Thank him for just being God and who he is, you know, just thanking him for being a gracious God, a merciful God, a kind God, and a a loving God. And so we just need to thank him, always praise him for what he's already done. At this time, if you need prayer, you can press the one, and I'll bring you in for prayer. Amen. To God be the glory. I don't see anybody with a hand raised, so I'm going to go ahead and do the general prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. We magnify your name. Lord, we thank you that you're able to do all things but fail. Lord, we pray that you will meet the need of every person under the sound of my voice, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, Father God, for strength, O oh God. We pray that you will strengthen each person on this line, strength, God, the strength that they need, O oh God. You said in your word, Father God, when we are weak, thou art strong, O oh God. So we pray that you will strengthen them even now, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, we thank you right now, God, for your love, your grace, and your mercy that are new every day. We thank you, God, that you are all-knowing, God. We thank you, God, that you're the almighty God and powerful God. God, we just give you praise. We thank you, God, that you're able to do everything but fair, God. It's nothing too hard for you, oh, God. God, we just thank you, God. We thank you, God, for Jesus his broken body. We thank you for his blood that he shed. We thank you, God, that you loved us more than anything, that you sacrificed your only son, that we might have life through the Son of God. And we just give you all the praise and all of the honor, Lord. We just thank you that it's already done, God. We bless your name. We lift your name up on high for thy art worthy, Lord, of all of our praises. All these things we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen, and it is so in Jesus' name. Amen. The message today will come from Genesis, Genesis, the 21st chapter. Amen. And I'm going to begin reading at verse number one. And the word of God reads, And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son in his old age, at the set time of which God had spoken to him. And Abraham called the name of his son that was born unto him, whom Sarah to him Isaac. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac, being eight days old, as God had commanded him. And Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born unto him. And Sarah said, God has made me to laugh so that all that here would laugh with me. And she said, who would have said unto Abraham that Sarah should have given child children suck, for I have bore him a son in his old age. Amen. To God be the glory. I'm going to stop reading right there, but I do want to encourage you to go back and read the entirety of the chapter. I'm going to tell the story of Abraham and Sarah um, and how we got to chapter 21. The title of our message today is Don't Give Up on the Promises of God. 
Don't give up on the promises of God because God is a promise keeper. The word just told us that the Lord had visited Sarah, and Sarah bore a son, and that son's name was Isaac. You can go back in Genesis, starting at chapter 15, and we're going to talk a little bit about it. And I'm, like I said earlier, I'm going to kind of tell the story. And it starts at chapter 15. But the Lord had made a covenant. The Lord God Almighty had made a covenant with Abraham. And a covenant promise to Abraham. Um, he made a promise to him that he would have a son, that he would be a father of many nations. Um, he changed Abraham from Abram to Abraham. He changed his name. He promised Abraham that he would be fruitful uh, and that there would be kings among his descendants or his seed. Um, God is a promise keeper. But the only thing about God is, is that God never tells us how long we're going to have to wait. He doesn't tell us that the wait may be 10 years. He doesn't tell us that it may be five years or 10 years or 20 years, 40 years, 25 years. But in Abraham and Sarah's promise, it took 25 years for that promise to manifest in his life uh, concerning his son, the birth of his son. And being that, you know, Sarah was an older in age now, and Abraham was a hundred, and, and, you know, it, I guess it kind of looked like they had kind of given up a little bit on the promise, promise of God because it was so long. And I know a lot of us, um, God may have promised us a certain things or promised us things, and it takes for Ever it seems like God has forgot about the promise. And I don't know about you, but I can say about me and my testimony, I have to ask the Lord, Lord, have you have you forgotten about me? You know, and so I'm pretty sure that Abraham and Sarah felt the same way. Because if you go and continue to read the word of God, you can read about in chapter 16 where the birth of Ishmael came about. And this way I kind of feel that Abraham and not uh, Abraham still had the faith, and he was still holding on to it. But I think Sarah had done kind of given up because she was an older woman now, and she was past the um, barren years. And and um, and then Abraham was an old old man, an old man. And so she had told Abraham, if you read the story, to go um, and lay with with her servant. Uh, Haggai, and Haggai became pregnant, and and Ishmael was born. Well, after Ishmael was born, uh, Sarah kind of had a little problem with Hagar, but I don't know why, because she told her husband to go in there, and, and he did what she said. But I, I believe that they had given up on the promise that God was going to give them a son, and they took it in their own hands to try to do what God had promised that he would do. And sometimes it's hard for us to let go and let God. Uh, I was talking to an apostle one day, and she was telling me, let go and let God. 
and you know, the thing that God, in other words, he would say, the thing that God has for you, if it's for you, it will come back to you. If it's for you, it's going to manifest in your life. In other words, if a thing is for you and it's for, uh, and God has promised promise it to you, and God has said it, not man has said it, but God has said it, it will come to pass at the appointed time. But a lot of times we give up on the promises of God because it had not manifested in our lives. And because of the length of time and the waiting, and that waiting time that we're waiting on this promise that we get discouraged and we began to take stuff in our own hand. You know, even though Sarah had told um, Abraham to lay with Hagar, and Ishmael were born, you know, she took that in in in, in her own hand. And, and you know, and I don't know why Abraham just didn't, you know, say, Hey, you know, we gotta we gotta keep the faith and, and believe what God has said and not to do that. But anyway, that's what happened. And so, you know, I, I believe that they wouldn't have had the issue between Sarah and Haggai. You know, because it brought issue, it brought confusion, it brought some division, they had baby mama drama, they had all this kind of stuff going on because of, because Ishmael um, was born. And so the, the Bible goes on to tell us um, that, you know, even in the way, and even in the way, and all the other stuff that God had promised to Abraham, you know, it was, it was a lot of things that God had promised um, to him. And so, as you know, as we read the Word of God, we know that we ought to know that there's nothing too hard for God. If God has promised it, He can perform it, because He's a promise keeper. God is a God that He cannot lie. So when God promised it to Abraham, a son, and I don't know, uh, I know the promises that God has made unto me. I don't know the promises that God has made unto you, but we have to believe and trust God because he's a keeper of his word. And even though it may not come when we think it should come or it don't happen the way that we want it to happen or it don't come the way we want it to come, we have to believe God because God is a God, again, as I said, he is a God that cannot lie. Maybe, just maybe, you're not ready for it yet. Maybe the thing that you're asking God for, maybe that opening or that job opening is not there for you. Maybe the husband or the wife or that you're, you know, waiting on God to send is not ready, and God got to get them ready because even if God give it to us, say if we got a, if God, you said, well, God said I won't have a million dollars. Well, and I haven't received the million dollars. First of all, if you can't pay your time, how are you looking for a million dollars? That's that's another mess for another time. But if God promised you a million dollars, He wants to make sure that you are a good manager and that you can especially uh, use the money the way it should be. Use and you may not be ready for the million dollars. You may not be ready for that business right now. So don't give up on the promises of God because God is trying to get you ready in the waiting. See, in the waiting, we got to get ready. 
We got to get prepared and we got to be ready when God set time come or that season come for us to receive the promises. So we got to get ready for it. We got to get ready for it because God is able to do just what he said he would do. Now, God had promised Abraham and Sarah a son, and God had not forgotten it. So I say unto you, God has not forgotten the promise. He hadn't forgotten it. It may seem like he forgot it, and he'll sat it up on the shelf and then forgot about it. You know, like I said earlier, I asked God, Lord, have you forgot about me? And a lot of times we see, you know, uh, others prospering, and everybody seems like, you know, everybody else's life is going on and look like yours are in a standstill or whatever. But seasons change, so your season will come, but it will be in God's appointed time. And even though Sarah wanted this baby earlier, maybe earlier in her life, it was not the appointed time of God. God's timing is not our timing. God's time will never be our time. It, his timing is the perfect timing for all things in life. He is never early. He's never late. Takes a little patience. We got to learn how to be patient and to wait on him. And we got to hold on to our faith because the thing that God has promised us will come in his perfect timing, and it will be worth the wait if we don't rush into trying to do it ourselves. It'll be worth the wait if we wait on God and don't give up on the promises of God. You know, sometimes we don't realize that we don't we don't gave up on the thing that God has promised unto us. But as Abraham and Sarah, and I, I, I really believe that Sarah had just really gave up on it. Because she was looking at everything uh, in that situation. She was looking at, I guess you could say, the things that were seen. She was looking at her age. Um, she was looking at Abraham's age. Um, she was looking at all these things. She had no children. She, she looked at all of these things, and I, and I believe that she really had just given up. She had given up on the promise of becoming a mother and giving her husband a son. But that was not what God had not made a promise that he cannot. God is not a God that he will make a promise that he cannot keep. Now, we will make promises unto God, but we won't keep our promises. And then once God blessed us and manifests the promises in our lives, we seem to forget the promises that we have made unto God. But we can't make promises unto God and don't keep our promises. We got to keep the promises that we have made unto God. Do not make a vow or a promise unto God if you're not going to keep it because he's going to remind you of that promise. Just like I remind him, just like some of you remind him, now, God, this is what you said because I wrote it down. This is the promise, and it ain't came to pass yet. But I want you to, to realize that in your waiting, you've got to get prepared. 
Because that's a season of preparation for you. That's a season where you are getting ready for the thing. Because when it comes, it may just happen suddenly. But if you have not prepared for the promise, then you just might miss it. You may miss the thing that you've been waiting for for 10, 20, 30 years, however long you've been waiting for it. You just might miss it if you not if you have not prepared for it. You can you can uh, abort the mission yourself, but not being prepared and not being ready and and, and waiting and, and and getting ready for it is very important for us to get ready. And it's very important that we don't lose our faith. Don't give up. And it's easy to give up. And I can understand Abraham and Sarah. But, you know, we got to continue to keep our faith and trust in God and know that God, come back to it again, God is not a God that he shall lie. God is a God that is a promise keeper. If God has said it, then it's surely to come to pass in your life at the appointed time of God. You gotta wait on it. You gotta be patient. You gotta wait on God to move. You gotta wait on Him to act. He will tell you exactly what to do. He'll tell you exactly what to do. He'll tell you the time. But we got to learn how to be patient in our waiting for God to fulfill His promises, so that we can receive the promises of God. And while we're waiting, we got to continue to serve God. We got to continue to love him more than anything. We got to trust him, believe in him. We got to walk by faith, not by sight. You know, Sarah was was not, for me, if I could say it this way, it was like she was not really walking in faith. She was walking in doubt. She had no more faith in it. You know, she she just saw the the present moment where she was in that moment. She was looking at her age. She was saying, I'm too old and my husband too old. My husband too old to do anything. Too old. But age has nothing to do with what God has to do with your life. If God calls you to ministry in, in, uh, in your latter years, what she did for in my, in my case, um, and if God calls you to do a thing, if he calls you to do a business, whatever he's calling you to do, marriage, whatever it is, age is just a number. It has nothing to do with God. And it has nothing to do with his timing. Nothing to do with anything. Age is just a number. I remember when I give this testimony because when I first came to ministry, they told me I was so old. And I was too old to have, have a church. And when you turn 50, you can't have a church. Well, you know, I didn't know nothing about ministry, really, at that time. You know, I'm like, oh, so if God called me to do ministry, you say I'm too old, but God the one called me to do ministry. So how are you going to tell me I'm too old to do ministry? And if we look at the word of God, Abraham was 100. We look back over the word of God, and we see the time that, that God had made promises, and people had to wait. When Moses was in Egypt, he was there 40 years. When the wilderness was 40 years, came back to Egypt, Moses was 80 years old. And Moses was a powerful prophet of God. So age is nothing but a number. 
It has nothing to do with anything when it comes to God. God knows what he's doing. We got to realize that God knows what he is doing. He knows you ain't ready. That's why he ain't got it. That's why he ain't gave it to you. But if you go out and you take it in your own hand, like Abraham and Sarah did, then sorrow come with it because we didn't wait on God. Ishmael would have never been on the scene. They would have had all that confusion, division. Abraham would have been worried about the two women, all the bickering going on. And Hagar, you know, acting ugly towards Sarah, they would have had all them problems. They would have had all them problems if they had not taken the matter in their own hands. They were trying to do what God said he was going to do. And God blessed Ishmael. It wasn't Ishmael's fault. But Sarah knew she was wrong. If you read the word of God, you'll see in there what she talks about that. And so we 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 got to wait on God. And I know in the waiting is ooh. That waiting and waiting on God sometimes is very, very hard. And we give up. Because we're only human. You know, you gotta look at Abraham and Sarah, you know, Abraham a man of faith. But we're all on him, and they just had given up. Sarah had just given up on being a mother. But we got to continue to do the the work of God and wait for it. Wait for God's promise. The word tells us that if we wait for the Lord and we wait and we wait in his we wait on him and our soul waits for him. And in his word do we put our hope. In his word is what we put our trust. In his word is what we put our faith in. Because he is a God that's able to do all things. It's nothing too impossible for God. He can supply every need. And everything that he promised, he can do it. And everything that he, you are supposed to have, he has already is already done. It's already done because it's his will for your life. Now, some of the things that we're going to do, did God give you that promise, or is that your own will? You know, because sometimes we have our own will, and we have our own promises to our own say what we're going to do. And God sometimes will just let us go on our little way. And then we get all this sorrow, and we get all these different things because we didn't want to wait on God. We didn't want to wait on the promise. We just gave up and said, "I got to go and do what I got to do." I'm getting old. What they said about I was a clock ticking. I got, I got to go and do what I got to do. I got, I got, I got to, I got to do this. I got to go get this. I got to go get. That. I got to get this. But God ain't said to get it because anything that God gives you, if you wait on Him for it. It will not bring you sorrow. And you will not lose it either. Because God has given it to you. When God gives you the, I don't care how many devils rise up, they can rise up all they want to rise up. They can stop what God has for you. And they can't take it. And they can't stop it. When your appointed time comes, just as it was for Sarah, the appointed time comes. And God sent forth the messengers to tell Abraham. This is what I'm going to paraphrase it a little bit. 
I said, where, where you wife, Sarah? And and he told her where she was. And so Sarah was listening when, when they were coming. He said, well, about this time next year, your wife, Sarah, shall give birth to a son. Now, she laughed, and Abraham, too. Because, you know, Abraham even said to God, how in the world? I'm, I'm a man 100 years old. I'm 100 years old. And my wife, she's old and stricken in age. And God, God did change his land. Well, God, God told him, word. God said, you shall, your wife Sarah shall bear your son. And you say it's me. He didn't say, hey, God will bear your son. And Abraham, you know, there go Abraham. And we do it. We're like, Lord, can you just let? He said, Lord, will you just let Israel be the seed? He said, no. Because that's not the that's not the seed of promise. I didn't promise you that. The promises is coming through Isaac. Not Ishmael, Isaac. See, everything that God has planned for your life and the will for your life is already planned. And he knows how it works. Well, we try to figure out and try to work it out ourselves. God already done that. But we got to not give up and just don't don't let just let God do it. Don't do as Sarah did and told her husband to do. Don't take matters in your own hand and try to do what God has said he will do because every time we do that, we mess it up. We mess it up every time. Don't give up on God and don't give up on his promise. If he said it, it shall surely come to pass. But you got to keep faith in God because your faith is important. Keep the faith. Don't give up on God. Wait for the promise. Wait for the things that he has promised. Because it's worth the wait. If we wait for it, and I'm pretty sure that uh, when Isaac was born, they had much joy. But they still had Ishmael. They had a lot of problems with that because they took it in their own hand and they did it the way they wanted to do it. But that wasn't the way God had planned for it to be. Well, you've got to be ready. If you are not ready, as I said earlier, you may just miss what God has for you. And, you know, a lot of times it, God, it seems that God um, has forgotten about us, but God is working. He's still working on us and getting us ready for the thing. So we got to trust God and know that God is able to keep us, and He's always on time. He's not a a God that a you know tell you, hey, you know what, I'm I'm gonna do this for you, and I'm gonna fix this for you, I'm gonna help you with this, I'm gonna help you. Have you had people that do those kind of things? They'll tell you they're gonna help you. Call and say, hey, I need some help with such and such. I need this fixed, or uh, can you help me with this? And they say, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, but you never hear from them because they don't keep their promise. Your word is your bond. God's word is his bond. And he keeps his promise of his word. He keeps his promise. Every day he keeps his promise to us. He keeps his promise to us that he will supply 
what we need, our wants, even though he will grant us the desires of our heart. He supplies what we need every day. That's a promise. You have a roof over your head. You have clothes on your back, shoes on your feet, food on your table. It may not be what you want to eat. You have a job. You may not like your job, but you got a job. You got transportation. God has fulfilled a promise because he tells you I'm going to supply everything that you need. Those are promises. That he keeps keeps you every day. That's a promise. Every single day, just another day, that God has kept all of us. That's a promise. That he's able to keep us and preserve us and protect us from our enemies that are all around us every day. If you live in the walk. If you live in the way you're supposed to live, you're walking the walk, and you're living for Jesus for real. God protects us from our enemies every day. That's a promise that he will protect us. He promised to us in his word that he is our shepherd. And we shall not want. We won't lack for any good thing. That's a promise from God to us as his church, as his people, as his children. Whatever God has promised unto you in the word of God, God keeps his promise. He is a keeper of his promise. If he promised you something, you're going to get it. And I think sometimes we don't see how God is keeping the promise unto us because We want it one way, and God is doing small things every day when you you could have been in an accident. Your house could have burned out. Anything could have happened, but he promised to deliver us and protect us, provide for us. All of those are promises. If he promised you a house, car, honey, whatever, money, whatever the thing is, ministry, then God will keep that promise unto you, but it will not come in your time. So you can just go on ahead and go on get go on get that out your back. Because it's gonna be in his perfect timing. And it might be ten years, twenty years, thirty years, forty years. You're gonna to have to wait for it. But the but it's worth the wait. And then you're going to have to go through. I know we don't like to go through some stuff, but sometimes you got to go through some stuff to get even to get the promise. you have, you got to have to go through some stuff just to get the promise. Trials and tribulation, tests, and many other things. So we got to trust God and believe God and have faith and know and don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Don't give up on God. Don't give up on his promises. Don't give up on God. Don't give up on it. He ain't forgot you. Don't give up on God. Because he won't give up on you. Don't give up on God. Don't give up on his promise. Believe what he said unto you. And what he's going to do in your life. 
And I don't know how long you wait for. And don't compare yourself to what others have or what others are doing. That may be their season. It may not just not be your season yet. Because, you know, the word tells us there's a time and a place for everything. There's a season for everything. Seasons change. There's a time for it. And so we got to wait for that time to come. God's timing is perfect timing. And we have to learn how to wait on him. But in our waiting, learn to be patient. Learn to endure. Learn to trust him more. Learn to love him more than anything. Serve him even the more. Keep doing the work. And even when you don't understand what he's doing and why it's taking so long, the Lord, I trust you because you're a God of your word. He's a God of promise. And he's a God of his word. And if he said it, so shall it be. And can't nobody stop. It just ain't time for it yet. Wait on it. Because it's surely to come if we wait on the Lord. Don't be like Abraham and Sarah. Don't take matters in your own hands. Don't turn from the things of God because you haven't received a promise. Don't go into the world of sin. Don't stop loving God. Don't walk around in anger and mad with God because he, he hadn't forgot it. It's just not time yet. You're not ready yet. You know, we're just not ready. You know, something we are just not ready for. And God knows if I give it to you now, then you're going to mess it up. And so he won't give it to us. He's getting us ready, and he's cleaning us up and getting us ready for what he's calling us to do. And the things that he's going to give us, because if you get it right now and you're not ready, then you're going to throw away out the money. You ain't going to do what you need to do with the money. If he give you your honey and you ain't ready, or your honey ain't ready, then there's going to be a lot of problems. If it gives you that business and you don't know how to handle no business, God wants you to be ready. That's why it's so important for us not to give up on God or the promise because God is trying to get us ready. And we got to be getting ready. And my pastor will say, you can't be fixing to get ready. You got to be ready when the promise comes to be fulfilled in your life. And when they come, sometimes if you're not careful, you just might miss it for real. You just might miss it for real. So I want to encourage you, don't give up on God because he'll never give up on you. But never give up on the things that God has promised unto you. You've got to live by faith and not by sight. Don't look at the things that are unseen. I don't care what kind of car you're driving right now. You might be driving a hoop there, my pastor said. You might be staying in a house and it might be broke down. You may not have your honey yet, 
You may not have your million yet, but don't give up on God. Don't give up on the promise. Don't give up on God and the promises that he has promised unto you because they should surely come to pass if you continue to wait on it. Don't get in a hurry. Trust God to fulfill the promise. Have faith. Abraham still had faith. He was just doing what his wife told him to do. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Do not rush into something. And God has not said that it, that, that's it. He hasn't given you a point. Now, he will give you a point of time. Now, I know that he will. Because he's did it for me. I tell you, I'll give you a testimony. This was a pickle thicker thing I was going through. And I told God, I said, well, you know what, Lord? If it don't get no better, I'm going to do this right here. He said, no, you ain't. <laughs> you know, God talked to you. <laughs> you got trouble, too. And so I said, well, okay. And so he gave me uh, the exact date that this particular thing was going to happen. And it happened, and it was smooth as butter. It was no confusion or anything in it. And that's the way God works. Anything that God is in the midst of, it don't bring confusion and no division. If you got division and all that, that ain't God operating. That's the enemy operating. If it bring all that other foolishness, that ain't God. Because when God gives you a thing at a point in time, when God told Abraham and Sarah they're going to have that baby, and that baby would come, and then if he said next year, then you mark it down on your calendar that it's going to be next year. Because I marked that day down. And that day was the day that it happened. It was the day that it happened. And it was like smooth as butter. When God tells you, if he told you, now, he, like when he sent those um, angels and he sent out to tell them the message that uh, Isaac was going to be born, Isaac was born. At that particular time, he said, next time this year. So next time this year, whatever God has promised unto you, it should come to pass if he told you that he will. And we got to believe it without a shadow of doubt because the enemy going to come and he's going to come to try to take your faith. He's going to try to steal it because he don't want you to get the promise. <laughs> he don't want you to get the promise. So you got to trust God and know that God there's a God that cannot lie. He is a promise keeper. And he is not going to give you something worse than you already got. You driving a hoop, you ain't going to be driving a hoop and they hear this time. <laughs> you trust God. <laughs> I told y'all when I had, when God sent me to get my, my vehicle right, hey, God is able to do just what he said he can do. But we got to trust him. We cannot give on Give up on it. Even when God send you the land, if I can go there for a minute. If God send you in the land to go get the promise, don't be a scared. Don't be shaking in your boots too scared to go get it. Go get it. Go get it. Go get it. Because if he said it, it's yours. Now, when you get there, the enemy ain't going to want you to get it. Yeah, they might give you a little head about it, but you stay right there. Because that's what I did when God told me to go get mine. I sat right there. I sat there all day. I sat there all day. I called and passed the pastor on the phone because God had promised me I was going to get this thing, and I wasn't leaving ever done And I got it, too. I had to sit there all day. But I got it. <laughs> Glory, 
God. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Because he's a God that's able to keep his promises, y'all. He ain't like us. He is not like man. So we ought to thank him for being God and being good towards us. The Bible tells us good Good things come to them that uh, wait on the Lord, that love the Lord. Good things are coming to us. So we got to believe it. Good things are coming to the body of Christ. The thing that God has meant for the people of God, they are coming forth. God said no. The promise is going to be fulfilled. You got to be ready. This is a season to get ready and to be ready for when it comes. Because it's surely to come. Don't give up. I know it's been a long time. Don't give up on God nor his promises. Don't give up because he's a God that's able to do just what he said he's going to do. You got to be ready for it. You can't be scared to go get it now. Because now if you're scared to go get it now, you need to wait on the Lord to be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Wait on it. Do not give up. Don't throw in the towel. Don't worry about it. Just give it to God. Let it go. Give it to God because he knows the perfect time for that thing to manifest in your life. And it don't have anything to do with your age. Stop thinking that it got something to do with your age. Because the people in the world will tell you anything. They're lying, wonders. They'll tell you anything. I put on my Facebook page, y'all, wait on the Lord. God. And in your waiting, get ready to receive the promise. Be ready. Don't be that pastor said, don't be physically getting ready. Be ready to receive the promises of God in your life. In Jesus' name. Amen. To God be the glory. I want to encourage you to stay strong. If you got to encourage yourself, Encourage yourself in the Lord and know that God is a promise keeper. He hasn't forgot about you. Amen. To God be the glory. We thank God for his word. Amen. We just thank God for his word. I'm so thankful that he's a God that he cannot lie and he is a promise keeper. Just keep our minds stayed on him in the midst of all things. He is a good God and a God that's able to do all things but fail. Mm. Thank you, Lord. We do give God all the praise for the message. I want to go ahead and do the invitation to Christ. If you don't know the Lord, amen, I want to encourage you today to come and give your life to Christ. He lived and he died and he rose again just for you. He loved you so much that he died for you. He laid down his life for you. That's how much he loved you. He loved you more than anything, that he laid down his life that you might have life through him. And if you are not saved, you will just say this prayer with me. Lord, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I believe that you lived, died, and rose again just for me. Lord, I need you to help me come into my life and be my Lord and Savior. I repent of my sin with a godly song. And repentance means just to turn your life around and live a life uh, for Christ. And if you said that prayer, I want to welcome you to the body of Christ. I want to encourage you to hit me up there on 
Facebook uh, Voice for Truth. Amen. Just inbox me there and say I gave my life to Christ today, and then I'll make all the connections that needs to be made so that we can we can come together and pray with you and get you discipleship and and um, you um, in this walk, this journey of faith because it is a journey of faith. And so I want to encourage you to do that. If you are backslidden and backslidden into the world, I want to encourage you to come back to your first love. And if you're a church girl, a church girl, and you just go on to church and you ain't living it, uh, but you just go on to church, I want to encourage you to to get your life right with God while the blood is yet running wrong in your veins. You know, your name on the church roll. Um, it's not going to save you. Your good deeds is not going to save you. Putting more money um, and tithing off, and that ain't going to save you. None of those things will not save you. You got to be born again. You got to know Christ. You got to be the church of God. And you got to live it every day. You got to live it. You got to be the church. And so I want to encourage you today to, to stop playing. Stop playing church. Let's get our life right with God because it's time. We're living in the last and evil days, and we got to get our life right. Amen. So I want to encourage you just to say this prayer, Lord, save me. And if you said that prayer uh, and you honestly do repent of your sin, I want to encourage you to hit me up there on Facebook, Voice of Truth, and then I will get back with you, amen, to God be all of the glory. We just thank God for every soul saved, every soul that's healed, and every soul that's delivered. Amen, to God be the glory. I'm going to go ahead and do VOT announcement, amen. The hour power, they call myself and Prophetess Martha, Amen. Uh, Prophetess Martha is the first half of the hour power. She's on the air from 5 to 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want to encourage you to get connected to her ministry and follow her ministry there on Block Talk Radio. Also there on Facebook, uh, you have to do is just click the follow button there. You don't have to send out friend requests, but you can hit the follow button and you'll be following her ministry. Amen. A powerful woman of God. God is going to do some great work through the prophet. Amen. And if you want to talk to the prophet, you can inbox her there on Facebook. Prophet is Martha Williams or Martha Williams there on Facebook, and she will get back with you. And always come with an offer for the prophet. Amen. To God be the glory. Voice of Truth is in half of the hour power. And we're on the air live from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Amen. On Block Talk Radio, we are here every Sunday. So we want to encourage you to get connected to Voice of Truth. And you can connect with us on any of our social media platforms where we do ministry. Amen. To God be the glory. Uh, you can follow me there on Facebook, uh, Voice of Truth. And I have several other pages there as well. And you can follow me there on Pinterest, um, Twitter, Instagram. Get connected uh, and stay connected to these ministries. Uh, we have for you also on Tuesday night one word from the Lord with my leader, Pastor Joseph 
Apostle Prophet Yvonne Ryle there on the air live at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Block Talk Radio. I don't know about you, but I need one word from the Lord, and they always come with a powerful word from the Lord. If you want to be delivered, healed, and set free for real, for real, for real, you want to be up under this ministry because God is getting ready to do a great work through this ministry that the world has never seen before. Oh, my God. I want to encourage you to get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready for it. And I want to encourage you to begin to follow them there. You can follow Pastor there on uh, Pastor Joseph Ryle, Facebook. Just click the follow button. You don't have to send a friend request. Click the follow button. You'll be following his ministry. Follow him there. Follow Apostle I think it's Prophetess on Facebook and Yvonne Ryle. So you can follow her on either one of those pages there. You can follow them there on Block Talk Radio as well. I want to encourage you to do that. I want you to encourage you to, to do that. Get connected to their ministry. Uh, God is going to do a great, great, great work uh, through them. And so I want to encourage you to do that. Um, Get connected. If you need in a you need in a ministry uh, service, if you need counsel, they can counsel you. They can mentor you. They can license you. They can marry you. Um, they can. Uh, they, it's just a lot of things that they can do. They do everything uh, that the church do in the walls. They do outside of the walls. So we want to encourage you to get connected to them and stay connected. And if their ministry has been a blessing to you, which I know it has, I want to encourage you to sow an offering into their ministry. Amen. I want to encourage you to sow an offering into that ministry. Whatever God is telling you to sow, I'm not going to tell you what to sow, but sow an offering into that ministry. And God will tell you exactly how much to sow into that ministry. Amen. I want to encourage you to be obedient be obedient unto that. Then on Saturdays we have for you Faith Calm by Hearing Ministries with your host Elder Evangelist Bertha Askew, a powerful woman of God. She's on the air live on Block Talk Radio at three o'clock PM Eastern Time Eastern Standard Time Every Saturday, always come with an on-time word, always a powerful word. Uh, she ain't going to bite a tongue. She's going to tell you just what God said, whether you like it or don't like it. She's going to tell you what God is saying. And I want to encourage you to get connected. She's a praying woman of God. And I want to encourage you to get connected to her. Uh, her ministry uh, is they come by hearing on Facebook, so you can connect with her there. I think it's just uh, Evangelist Bertha Askew, so you should be able to find her that way on Facebook. Just click the follow button and follow her ministry there to listen to all of her services or pastor or apostle services. You can all listen to those up on the Without Walls Worldwide Ministries. You can just Google it. It'll pull it up. Elders Ministry is up. Uh, ministry and sermons are up on the Without Walls Worldwide Ministry. So I want to encourage you to do that. I also want to encourage you to become a wild partner. For an offering of $25 or more, if you want to be a monthly partner, if you want to give a one-time offering, amen, um, you can do that. You can um, hit any of us up here 
uh, on on Facebook or yeah on Facebook. You can hit us up on Facebook and we'll tell you how to do that, how to get that to pastor and apostle. Amen to God be glory. I don't know about you, but I like to have seed in the ground. So I like to have seeds in the kingdom of God because it's always gonna bring forth a harvest. Because seed time and harvest will always be so because it's in the word of God. So we got to get some seed in the ground. And so I want to encourage you to do that. I want to encourage you to do that. I want to encourage you to sow the offering. Sow that offering into Without Walls Worldwide Ministry, whatever God is telling you to sow. And watch what God does because of your obedience. It's not that he needs your money. When you stole the offering or the tithe into that ministry, as God had asked, it shows you, that shows your obedience. And it also shows that you have faith in God. So I want to encourage you to do that. I want to encourage you to to sow into the the ministry's um, offering because the word of God is free. But to bring forth the word is not free. You know, I know my many people say, well, you know, don't worry about what people are doing with the money. Be obedient unto God and sow it. That's between them and God, whatever they do with the money. But your thing is to be obedient and sow it. Be obedient. Have a seed in the ground. You need seed in the ground so you can tell the Lord. You know, Lord, you said if I put meat in your house, it should be meat in my house. So we want to we want to do that, and we want to make sure that we're doing it faithfully. Amen. And this is good and fertile ground to sow into. So I want to encourage you to 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 do that. And once you um, become a wild partner, you will receive certain perks. You receive uh, encouragement all during the week. You're on our prayer list. And and we actually pray for you, Amen. You may get a call from apostle and pastor, Amen. And they and they will work with you, Amen. They will do sessions with you, whatever you need help with, Amen. If you're having problems in your marriage, your finances, dog won't act right, cat won't act right, <laughs> whatever the case may be, they can help you with whatever you're going through, Amen. To God be His glory. And if you are not sure about what your calling is, if you will contact them there on Facebook, and they will help you with that. Amen. I think, oh, one more announcement. Um, if you have not purchased my ebook, The uh, Heart Reflection, you can purchase that on Amazon.com. And I want to thank the ones that have, that have purchased, and we give God all the glory for you uh, purchasing The Heart Reflection. Amen. To God be the glory. Uh, it's a good time now to 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 do that, that to give the gift for Thanksgiving, Amen. So that people will have a thankful heart, Amen. To God be glory. But we got to get out of here. She calmed us down, Amen. So um, I'm going to go ahead and do the benediction now to Him that is able to keep you from falling, to present you falling before the presence of His glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, I say, You be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever, Amen. You have a blessed week in the name of the Lord. Don't give up on God. Don't give up on God and his promise. In Jesus' name. Have a blessed week. God loves you, and I love you too here at Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry. Meet us here next week at the same place at the same time here on Block Talk Radio at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be blessed.